name is Christina, and this is the home for Wayward OCs. This is a podcast where we talk about the good, the bad, and the self-inserts. And today, my my guest is my friend Jenna. How are you doing today? Uh, I'm doing just fine, Christina. Good. I am glad that you are doing well. Uh, mm-hmm. And I'm going to go ahead and make a disclaimer up front for listeners that this is the most slapdash that I've ever had to record a podcast because I am currently pet-sitting. So I'm going to try to edit around uh, whatever pet noises and shenanigans will probably be showing up in the background. And also, I'm not using my regular microphone, so I apologize if the quality is not great, but I'm working on it. But we're not here today to talk about all of my uh, technical differences from my normal setup. We're here today to talk about your original character, Jenna. And Mm -hmm. who are we talking about today? Uh, We are talking about uh, Crystal. I am familiar with Crystal, Jenna, but the listeners are not, so mm-hmm. would you like to introduce her? So, Crystal is my, I think, oldest, like, most, oldest, like, OC that I really define. Like, I think I may have said that with, uh, Garrett, uh, same person as a previous episode, just going by a different name. Yeah. I I, I feel like that, that was so long ago. Was, was that in, like, the single digits of the episodes? I, I don't remember. <laughs> I don't quite remember. I meant to, like, listen to, like, kind of see how I, I talk kind of as a follow-up, but, like, I didn't have time just because, like, life has been busy. Mm-hmm. I, I absolutely totally get that. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, we're not talking about Garrett today. We're talking about Crystal. Yes. Yeah, Crystal is my longest OC. Like, you know her, but you only know her in, like, a much different form than, like, I kind of originally uh, created her. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I should mention uh, that the reason that I know Crystal is because Jenna is playing Crystal in our oh, very long-running uh, uh, the a superhero tabletop game that mm-hmm. we do with a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. Um, but you just mentioned that that is not where Crystal started out with. Yep. So would you like to talk about how and when you created Crystal, Jenna? So that goes back to like when I was uh, when I was really young. I think I mentioned that I did not do fan fiction, but that's kind of a half a lie. I definitely did original stories, but it was definitely very thinly veiled. Like, so it comes back from a story which I called Guardian Saga, subtitle, A Grand Adventure. I love which, it already. <laughs> which definitely, which is kind of a match, definitely a matchup of Star Wars and Power Rangers. Like I said, I love it already. Yeah. So before we get to Crystal, we have to briefly talk about Ryan. Okay. So Ryan is the character I thought I had to write. So Interesting. He was, so like, so he was basically, I thought he was like my self-insert. So he was like a boy and he was honestly just, <laughs> he was like a normal boy. And like, definitely that kind of just like, like average character. And it's like, well, I got to write that because like, you, it's, you know, use the story. It's like, the boy's got to be the main character, just like I was a boy. Yes, and? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so eventually the, the idea is that basically, like, first, like, you had, it started off with just, like, he got found out, like, there was, like, an alien that crashed Earth and gave him, basically, Power Ranger Army to fight an evil robot army. To give okay. you an idea of how okay. Star to give you how Star Wars influence, I de- I, I, I didn't look find this, but I distinctly remember writing a scene, which is on a bridge, mm-hmm. where like 
a robot officer messes up, and so the evil Darth Vader equivalent, like, kills him by activating, like, cannons on the bridge to, like, shoot him. Like, why are they there? <laughs> just to, like, publicly... Yeah. <laughs> just to publicly execute someone? So, like, eventually, I, like, some of that kind of changed in, like, adding other Guardians. And one of them, like, was Crystal. And at the time, she was kind of influenced yeah. by... Like, a lot of female characters that I liked in, in, in media, like, particularly uh, Tara from Final Fantasy VI. Okay. I'm not familiar with Final Fantasy VI. <laughs> okay, that's fine. But basically the idea is, like, uh, the idea at the time is, like, she was kind of demure. She had blue hair because anime girl. But also had, like, some, like, secret magical powers. And, like, that was, like, how I had her for years. Just like, mm-hmm. okay, this. But, like, I would always, like, like I would always kind of fall off the story. Because, like, I like well, I can't just go to where she is. Yeah, even if she's the character I want to I gotta build up to her. Because that's how stories work. <laughs> it's, it's, like, it was, it's like the storytelling equivalent of, like, forcing yourself to eat your vegetables to get to the to dessert. It's like, you can't you know, just... <laughs> h- how old were you when you were making these characters? Just out of curiosity. Okay, this was... <sighs> This, I'm going to guess 12. Okay, that... Possibly earlier. That, that is a very, like, mature approach to storytelling. Especially because, like, the stories that I was writing when I was 12, I was like, I'm going to get to the good stuff. Because I'm... it's my story, and I want to. I want the good things to happen <laughs> now. So, like, kudos to you at age 12 for taking the time... To be like, no, I had to develop this character to get to the point where I want. <laughs> right. But anyways, she, so that was kind of what she was for the longest time. And that she didn't really change until the early 2000s. So this was always like a written story, but I always wanted it to be a mm-hmm. comic, but I didn't yeah. really know how to draw at the time. Mm-hmm. So in the mid 2000s, I discovered a thing called sprite comicking. Ooh, yes. Let's get into this. Yeah. Those... Those might, you might remember it specifically from, like, Brian Clevenger's 8-Bit Theater before he would go on to write, like, Atomic Robo and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But more specifically, I was on the Bob and George forums, which was a Mega Man sprite comic. Okay. I'm yeah. not familiar with that one. Yeah, it's... I don't even know how to just, like, I don't, there's a, it's very, like, um, early 2000s, like, comic, just, like, kind of, like, dumb jokes and stuff, and, like... Mm-hmm. And then occasionally the author, like, like running through, like, an out of, like, a real life plot of just, like, I want to do some stuff about my original characters, but, like, no one likes these, so I guess I have to adapt the plot of, like, Mega Man games and make jokes about it. Yeah. There was a, <laughs> there was a bit of a, uh, there, you could, there was a bit of a meta, just, like, you could read how the author was being frustrated about, like, since, like, the Bob and George, like, is, like, it was called Bob and George, but it started with, mm-hmm. like, Mega Man sprite comics. Because okay. he didn't know what to do. And those ended yeah. up being more popular than, like, actual Bob and George stuff. Yeah, that is the, uh, that's the peril of doing fan work versus original content. Is... Yes. That's a, that's a whole other thing. <laughs> so, in the forums, people would collaborate and would do, do stuff like fan comics. Mm-hmm. So my first one was actually a one called... Aria, like Aria, where I was partnering with another art guy, 
where he would do where there are two worlds, a sci-fi world and a fantasy world connected. And the idea is mm-hmm. we do two comics at the same time and they would cross over. That only made it like 10 strips from what I can see in my I think cuz I do still have all yeah. of these files. Nice. Never deleted have... them. <laughs> I I think somewhere either Lindsay or Anne just perked up at the notion of like a piece of internet history that has been preserved. <laughs> yes. So th- that fell up through, and I ended up wanting to do my own thing. And, of course, I wanted to adapt Guardian Saga. But I realized in the beginning, like, there's no way, like, there's no way I can adapt a giant space opera thing to a sprite comic. Particularly, like, if I was just, like, editing sprites. Like, I knew that that would be too big, and it wouldn't work. So mm-hmm. I came up with a different version, so which I, I call, and which I at the time played with, like, Guardian Saga, Another Adventure. Because it was an alternate universe. You know, an alternate use to a thing no one else had read besides me. That's clever. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. So that one was kind of in, like, either kind of a post... I forget if my... I forget what I originally did it on, like, a post-apocalyptic future or just, like, on, like, a distant world. It was, like, kind of distant, kind of, like, desert world. I don't know if I was consciously inspired by stuff I like Trigon at the time, yeah. I, you, I wouldn't be shocked, to be honest. So that's... I mean, it's not mm-hmm. a bad thing mm-hmm. <laughs> to be referencing other works. Yeah. Yeah, and again, like, this is something like, like, well, if any if any of you, like, like a lot of you probably already follow me and this, like, so I'm trans, so a lot of, so I've actually had a lot of time to, like, go back and, like, think about my writing, and I think I was, like, kind of coined just like, oh, I didn't mm-hmm. write fan fiction at the time, just, like, like, no, you kind of did. You just filed the serial numbers off a lot of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I was definitely more interested in, like, taking a world and, like, I don't know, like, I I could actually go on a tangent of just, like, how, like, st- like how I kind of, like, wrote myself on off on fanfiction. Just like, oh, no, that's a girl thing. I can't do that because I'm a boy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like that is something that we definitely could get into. Yes. I would not, like, I would not be surprised, because, like, I know you've had, like, some other, like, trans guests on here, that, like, if they went through similar problems. So, anyways, so Crystal yes. wasn't that. And so this is kind of where I got to, like, the big, kind of, like, a shift in personality, where, like, in my head, she was mm-hmm. less like, okay, yeah, she was still kind of, like, demure, like, like anime maiden girl. And so the plot of it is, like, uh, Ryan ends up falling down into a shaft that has a robot and, like, has secret laboratory. He ends up getting, like, the Guardian armor, which is, again, basically a Power Ranger suit. Mm-hmm. But then during it, a tube cracks and there is a girl, like, in it. And he take and he ends up breaking out of there and flying out with her. And, like, yeah. when I actually came to see him, just like, wait, I actually don't want to write her that way. Like, it's just like, mm-hmm. this is like I didn't want to, like, so instead of, like, having her be like that, her first reaction in... What is probably, like, peak 2000s era anime comedy is, like, she just is, like, he goes down to, like, try to, like, give her mouth to mouth, and he punches her and yet calls him a pervert. I literally wrote that. Yeah. Jenna, it was was the early 2000s. This was even posted- I absolve you. (laughs) This was even posted online at some point. I don't think- it was hosted by someone else, so I don't think the site is anywhere up. But, like, at one point, you could read this online. I linked to it in a forum. It's okay, Jenna. It was the early 2000s. <laughs> we all made decisions on the internet in the early we did. 2000s. 
So that Unless one you weren't like, alive, which like yeah, you're you're fine. You'll have your own concerns mm-hmm. later in life. <laughs> yeah. So that was when like Crystal started kind of like taking that, and initially I mm-hmm. that person I'm just like being just like more assertive, just like and just like kind of just like you know speaking your mind and stuff like that, and that's. And, yeah. like, initially I was like, okay, that's just the, another universe version. But then that eventually, like, spread into the main one. So, like, I kind of, like, kept giving her things, like, okay, mm-hmm. it's not that she, like, I was like, okay, but she has, then I kept giving her, like, special stuff, like, okay, so, like, she gets armor, but it has, like, big, like, kind of, like, almost, like, robot angel wings and stuff like that. Yeah, it's cool. And, like, she can also <laughs> use it to fire guns and just, like, it's like, oh, this is really cool. But I gotta write the scenes with Ryan first. Because clearly yeah. he's the important character. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. This is uh, this is sounding very familiar to a certain movie that I love very dearly and mm-hmm. understand. Yes. So Crystal has become a more assertive character and and has been given more uh, narrative agency than she had in the yeah. original universe. God, I, sorry, I was just looking at how many strips. I'm like, wow, I actually got almost got up to a hundred strips of that. Holy cow! Congratulations. I know. To 94. Let's see, it ended with... Ended with an aside from just, like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, they had gotten vaccinated and just, like, other robots were gonna come and attack them. Because, of yeah. course, they were. It's definitely, like... I, I have kind of, like... I, over time, I've kind of, like, revisited and that kind of just, like, changed elements. Like, I took and... Well, it was more kind of, like, Western post-apocalyptic... There was parts of that that were kind of too dark. Like, like mm-hmm. I messaged you. I'm not going to go into the details, but I messaged you what? And I decided I wasn't comfortable with that. So I kind of made it like kind of like lighter, kind of like, me- like yeah. uh, Mega Man Legends inspired. Okay. And I think I even got to the point where I cha- I, I ended up kind of like ditching Ryan and like changing to another character. I forget her name right now. <laughs> but no, I ended up changing Ryan to a girl. I'm just like, oh, this is much more compelling now. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah, and I kind of mess with Crystal's backstory. Instead of being in a tube, she is, like, from before times, but, like, has okay. her life extended because of reasons. So she's, like, mm-hmm. trying to down to, like, prevent, like, a surging robot army and, like, runs into the main character who's, like, kind of a dummy and doesn't know anything that's going on. Yeah. So, like, I had ideas like that, and, like, I kind of wrote some stuff like that. I think I even tried doing a NaNoWriMo... And, oh, really? But I kind of fell off on it. So I do have, like, various different notes written on there. And I, like, mostly through college. Yeah. But, like, then, like, and even some, I'm trying to remember the last time I worked with it. But I know there was a certain point where I ended up stopping working on that. And just, just, like, there was enough real life things, like, job and stuff, that I didn't have time to write on that. So then mm-hmm. that kind of was frozen for a while. Until a superhero game. Not that one, but another one. Really? So, so what was... Where did Crystal then go next? So, I had always, like... So, I had always wanted to, like, try and, like, cross over, like, Guardian Saga into a tabletop game, but I didn't really have a thing to do it on. Like, I didn't really want to do it in, like, a and d There were other things that didn't really work with that, so I just, like, I kind of sat on it for a while. Until I had a friend who, out of the blue, decided to run a superhero game. And, like, mm-hmm. one of the things he told us is, is like... By the way, like, I want you to try to go outside of your comfort zones with that. So, so like, okay, I got a superhero. Like, I could, like, make Ryan. Then, like, but what if I go outside my comfort zone and make Crystal? 
Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. so... I yes. support this. Again, like, I, like, going into kind of personal, I had never played a female character at a tabletop, or even, like, in video games. Like, I always felt like, mm-hmm. oh, that'd be weird. Someone will judge me if I decide to play a female character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That'd be weird, yep. right? <laughs> I, I, I imagine, like, all your trans listeners are facepalming right now. Yeah, um, I, I hope you know, Jenna, that I am laughing in solidarity of, like, I'm just, yes. I'm just so glad. I, I'm, I'm just so glad for you. Yes. So, so then I kind of took, like, so, like, okay, I want to use her, and I'm going to make her basically a common rider. Yeah. So I kind of, like, kind of, like, kind of did strip back stuff. Just, like, okay, so, like, I'm gonna do, like, a common Rider. I'm gonna do your superpowers. I'm gonna, like, base around fire. I'm gonna give, like, a tragic backstory, because, like, you gotta have that for, like, I don't know, like... As you I was, gotta have that tragic backstory. Right. And, like, so, like, she was now the mass dragon. She was fighting the evil, the evil biowave bio organization. Mm-hmm. And like came with stuff and like yeah, and I came into that and like very happy and yep. Real mm-hmm. quick, remind yes. me what this tabletop system was that Crystal was in. So originally it was in a system called Savage Worlds, and there was a uh, oh, and, okay, okay, yeah, which is a very kind of like fast and loose system. Like it's time for like like it's a bit like like it's less like it has like it's more like it's more tactical and like more rulesy than like say uh uh powered by the apocalypse game or something like that mm-hmm. but less so than like a D. like it's something that's a system i still really like and i still run today and in fact uh well actually that's spoilers for later for like later later things i did with crystal okay i forget have we played savage worlds at any point i feel like i we don't have. know i don't know like we haven't played in our group i know I, I know it's been played on the cool kids table. I don't know if you've been on that, but it's a system I really like. Okay. Yeah. So like we had a good superhero team. Like there was Crystal the Masked Dragon. There was uh Well, I say this, but like this game also ended up being kind of cursed. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, like we went all very excited and stuff, but like everybody kind of like we didn't really have a cohesive team, like yeah, so I'm doing Common Rider and we have like an like like a genius girl Iron Man, but then like a tech hero, and then like an imp from another dimension, and like some of it didn't mesh. Mm-hmm. And also there was mm-hmm. one character who I don't want to like call them out too much, but like played a loner character, and like was very hard to interact to the point that when yeah a secret society tried to recruit them in game, rather than like interact with the secret society, the player burn noticed the character and started a different character, which is a uh, good role playing. But I like I'm like I'm gonna be playing in a mass game soon, and I have a version for like my take on the angsty loner character which is also kind of a parody of every bad angsty loner character I've ever done. Like, cri- like again, like I had like Crystal do this character backstory, but like I didn't want it to be like no fun. She like mm-hmm. she would be ser- like she was like she was also very much based on like what uh, the few episodes I had had a chance to see of like the Japanese Spider Man, which is amazing and used to be viewable oh. on Marvel's website, but it is no longer nice. anymore. It makes me mad. Nice, nice. That's, oh god, I forget. Uh, no, I don't remember what the character's name is. All I know is his robot's Leopard, and that's because I read I, the, cursed, the right. cursed pop culture reference video game book. Yeah. Well, I ended up I ended up borrowing, like, the last character's last name was Yamashiro, and I ended up borrowing that mm-hmm. as Crystal's last name, just as, like, kind of a reference to it. 
nice. But like, definitely, like, she was like, I definitely like, like, coming up with like, like rants, like, definitely, sort of like, like, like I'm an emissary from hell coming to deal with you, just like hamming that up so much. Yeah, and I, I, because I'm not familiar with Savage Worlds, mm-hmm. does did Crystal have a character class? That people can use for like shorthand and stuff. Uh, not exactly. So what I did is, is 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 you could like buy a point abilities, and I basically made her have like a super suit, and I and like the main focus I did was I put a whole bunch into like into like a, a flaming fist attack, which is going to be her finisher, which was like I, I I think it was I forget the exact name. Honestly, actually, I could look it up because I definitely wrote that down at some point. There you go. There you go. Mass Dragon Notes. I also like how in a lot of my times in the notes, I will always put it as the infamous Mass Dragon. Yeah. Did she get? Was she someone who then accrued infamy in the mass in the in the Savage Worlds game? Well, I had as part of her backstory. Okay, actually, let's let's just go straight into backstory because why not? Mm -hmm. Yes, let's do it. So the backstory I came up with her is so she had a father who was. What kind of project for uh, for the Biowave organization, which was supposed to be some kind of like hero suit to kind of like help firefighters or something like that, but they yeah, wanted to use yeah. it for but they wanted to use it for military purposes, of course. Of course, of course. And, and he refused, so they of course sent an assassin to like kill him and like set the thing in place, fire, and to steal the research. Mm-hmm. Crystal ends up there, and she ends up using it, and it like. Bonds with her on, on like a genetic level, so no one else can use it but her. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, like the assassin. I feel kind of bad because I never came up with a name for the assassin, but the assassin was always going to be like an important enemy that was going to come back later, and never quite got to that. I may get around yeah. to that. So, and BioWave, they were like a big organization. Like they were, they were heavily inspired by the version of Cobra from GI Joe Renegades. Which was basically, basically, what if Wal- what if like Walmart was a front for an evil, evil organization? You mean it isn't? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fair. <laughs> so like they would have their hands in a whole bunch of things and have this like bright public face, but like while doing secret organizations. And I believe I forget the exact relation. Like I think their evil organization was going to be called the Oberos. Okay. Oberos is definitely a part of it, but I forget how it originally interacted in this version. I wrote up like a whole, full, whole, like, who's who profile for her. Nice, nice. Yeah. You want to hit us with any of those sweet deets? Okay. Let me let me read this off. Because I actually wrote text spec, so yeah. Real name, Crystal Yamashiro. Code name, Master Dragon. Height, 5'3", like, weight 137. I, like, mm-hmm. hair black brown. Like hometown San Francisco, formerly former affiliations, which I, I I just made these all like daughters of the dragon, the bio hunters, formerly dissolved, and Rogers Angels. Don't ask. <laughs> just like I didn't even define exactly what those were. I just figured like that's a fun enough thing to figure out stuff. Yeah, that that's the kind of thing where it's like mm-hmm. I came up with this cool thing, and I'm just gonna kind of leave it to yeah. the person running the game to fill in as they want yeah. to. See, likes, computers, mystery novels, trash romance comics, justice, giving speeches, dislikes, biowave, injustice, people who interrupt species, uh, speeches, (laughs) and associates, Dr. Fujiwara, parentheses, the famous scientist. Nice. 
who like she was he was going to be like a foster uncle for her mm-hmm. and be kind of like a a doc savage type yeah and so like he would help her out but like occasionally like she would just strike out on her own because she she would insist that she had to do stuff on her own because that's what loners do except of course <laughs> except of course like again i would like 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 obviously she would hook up with people because like you need some people to bounce off of with that Mm-hmm. yeah but always a very reluctant team yeah. up it sounds like yes yeah, so and uh, so the thing that I would always have with BioWave is like since they were in public a very friendly organization, like they would always like create like whenever she would like destroy a facility, they would like generate something to like give bad fest. Like a running gag that I think I used in that uh, in that game and I think carried over to the to uh the Eon City game is like she destroyed a baby formula factory, which was actually, you know, uh, yes. they made monsters like Everyone was like, you destroyed a baby formula factor? It's like, no, it really wasn't. <laughs> like, <laughs> they were making bio monsters there. It was just a cover. Yep. Mm-hmm. So that was all the stuff I created for that original game. Uh, but uh, yeah. even though it kind of fit, fa- even though that kind of failed, I was just like, well, I really like this version of her. And I rolled like a whole bunch of different notes. Uh, I'm still trying to find what I did for the final attack. But I de- what I definitely did call the arm like the armor called the Fafnir armor. Yes, I remember this. Yes, which I I think I remember it was from the Beowulf myth. I think Fafnir was the dragon. Yes. Yeah, and uh, I believe the final attack. I might be the exact details, but like was Dragon Fang Fist or something. Nice. That sounds very anime. Very yes. henship. Oh yes, absolutely. So yeah. then, of course, when it uh, when uh, the Eon City game started, just like, well, okay, I definitely want to try this building this again. Yeah. So yeah, I kind of did like did the same thing. I had like most of the same stuff. I had kind of ex- came up with. I did a kind of like exchange uh, expand some of the backstory and some of the villains. Mm-hmm. Like the idea I had for uh, for some of the villains is okay. Mm-hmm. So. Like I came up with an idea for the backstory. So like, so so the original guy who was in charge of Biowave and like charged Crystal's father with that was was named Alistair Regal. Nice, nice. So yes, a very good villain name. I hope. So if this like if this was a show, he would be like the main villain during the show, sending making the monsters and sending them after her. Hmm. So eventually it would end with him getting, with him getting, ex- dying, he, specifically in my notes, he said, eventually he was, he, he, uh, he injected himself with an aggressive genetic modifier and attempted to defeat the mass dragon and was exploded. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So then, like, there Very was... succinct. Yeah, so the, so the rival... So then that led it to a ri- another rival, Jillian Jaspers, who is supposed to be just a mid-level manager, but like she ends up doing more important stuff, like as Alistair gets unhinged and she gets promoted in charge. And she would just like like the idea has like she presents this like a calm front, like I am calm, in control, like kind of an opposite to Crystal, just like being fiery. But at the same yeah. time, like she does have this like thing where just like, but I do really want to kill her. Yeah, yeah. And eventually, like, I had an idea for a big thing where, like, 
she would like pilot like some kind of like big suit against Crystal and then would get blown up and then but like she wouldn't die. She would get forcibly get like cybernetics by the larger organization and basically like like no, we're keeping you alive to like keep working to like try to kill her. Yikes. Yeah. Yikes, yikes, yikes. I believe she did on screen once in the Aeon City game. Like Alan actually did a legitimately good job by playing her as creepy. I think okay. he also had like Alistar's oh, I... like remaining parts in a tube in with a plaque that said the symbol of failure, which is very good. Oh my god, was that what that was about? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I got Jeez. to really explain her in context. Well, in 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 your defense and in Alan's defense, when you're playing in a superhero game yeah. with six players with six very different backstories, it's mm. a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so okay, so then there was the, the Eon City game, which I it's had its ups and down moments. Yeah, we've Yeah. It's mm-hmm. it's a tabletop campaign. Yeah. We've had our we've had we've had spans of inactivity, we've had spans of activity, we've mm-hmm. had really cool moments, we've had some really sad moments. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I, I do kinda like how she how uh in like one of the modal events is like her apartment really got attacked by monsters. Mm-hmm. It burned down, and she's having to crash at uh, the tech heroes, like, apartmentless, like, the running yes. gag is just like, no, I want to move out, things, but let's just, like, increasing, just like, this is way better than she's ever lived in years. Because mm-hmm. this, um, that that might be a good seg, then, actually, wait, no, finish up what you were saying okay. first, and then we can seg. <laughs> okay, well, I do have, like, kind of a last version, which kind of brings it around, like, as I, I think I pitched in for, like, it starts from original character to sprite comic to tabletop character to kind of coming back around to written story. Nice. So, the written story I have idea, which I'm kind of fleshing out, is one that kind of, like, takes place after all, like, after all this, like, weirdly, I'm talking about the, like, the weirdly, like, in a concept that seems to have been stolen by, like, what they're doing with the Powerpuff Girls, where, like, she is, like, defeated, but, like, but she is like she's won but like mm-hmm. then she like kind of life kind of has to go on and like kind of like well what do you do like like yeah. she spent like a whole chunk of her life doing this and just kind of going on and like kind of like i hate to use the term millennial superhero but kind of just like yeah just like like trying yeah. to nail down a job just like she's not really recognized by most of the hero community because like she's like yeah i defeated this organization so it's like yeah you did a whole but you did a whole bunch of damage getting to there and, and like She's kind of an outsider of that. But then, of course, the idea that I had is... And I came with a... I came with a project for, like, a light novel, and I came... Decided, which I did... Which I pitched by using a very light novel title, just like... It was like, My Evil Clone is Crashing on My Couch, where... Oh, I her, love that. Where I created the idea of, like... Because, of course, obviously she's got to have an evil version of her at some point. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> who, like, come... Like, she thought died, but, like, comes back, and then... Initially wants to fight to have one last fight, but then they kind of reconcile. And it's like, well, okay, I'm just going to live with you now. And just like, but why? And it's just like, well, I don't have anywhere else to go. <laughs> just pass out like as a twin or a cousin, just like, but no. And so like, that's an idea that I'm still working out and doing. Cause like, that's an idea like I, I genuinely like, just like, I like the idea of like, again, this person, like, again, the, like, this is me, like, again, like, kind of putting a lot of myself into Crystal. Just, like, what happens when you're an adult and just, like, all you did, a, like, you've been, you're past, like, all the exciting youth things. And now just, like, well, I still got to live my life and there's, like, a lot of it going on. What now? 
10 years ago, I was saving the city, and now I'm filing my taxes. And occasionally having to punch a weird shark monster that comes up from the streets. So Jabberjaw. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. So yeah, that's kind of where she is now. Like, I, I still like playing, like, the superhero version of her in games, like, whenever I get a chance. But, like, yeah. I kind of like, like, the fun I, the fun idea that I really wanted is, like, this older kind of, like, thing. And again, like, again, like, I kind of rolled, like, I know a lot of people are rolling the eyes at, like, the Powerful Girl says, like, hey, what if they're in 20s and, like, are disenfranchised? Like, well, that's kind of what I'm doing, but, like, at least, but this is a character I created, so it's, I'm not, like, taking someone's, like, childhood fave and doing this to them. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's the story of Crystal, uh, as in progress. Who knows? I might come up with a like, give me a couple more use. I might have a completely different version of her that I want to do. I mean, I am absolutely in favor of that. I am always in favor of people coming up with new versions of characters that are mm. more, that, that are more insightful and more important to them as their yeah. lives change. The, like, the character changes as you change. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and similar to, like, I think I mentioned describing, like, how, like, Garrett, I occasionally like to imagine, like, putting him in different situations. Definitely, like, that version of Crystal, just like, yeah, like, that's the sort of thing I could, like, like, do, like, fun AU stuff. Like, I get, like, well, what would she look like in the Marvel Universe? What would she look like in, like, like, in, like, an actual Power Rangers universe and stuff like that? And it's just, like, it's fun kind of thought experiments to think about, like, how a character you made would exist in a different one, different universe. Yeah. So, what then is your favorite, like, thought experiment world that you've put Crystal into? Let's see. So, like, I've watched a lot of, like, isekai shows. Most of them are very mm-hmm. bad. But occasionally they break me when it's just like, so I kind of just like, what happens if she would show up in a fantasy world with her powers? Yeah. Just imagine just, like, having to, like, dealing with all this fantasy crap, but just, like, also, like, being able to just, like, punch the crab and just like oh so you're like a monk right like well not really yes (laughs) it's like oh hey Mm -hmm. you end up in a world where there is only where there's only you end up in the world of the hunger games and you start doing a henshin and they're like whoa what is that And it's like (laughs) i mean you can't you've never seen this before Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you've never been attacked by like a giant gorilla monster that, like, has, like, a soup gimmick for some reason. <laughs> oh, I also, I guess I actually kind of forgot. There was one more thing I actually did get to use her in. Where I, where I got to use her as an NPC in a tabletop character. Oh, was this that, uh, that one Sentai game that you're running? Yeah, so, this, uh, so, starting, like, last year, I've been continuing into, uh, the, the quarantine times. I've been running a, uh. Sentai game, again using Shadow Worlds, with using a uh, kind of fan splat book for it. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's been really good. Like, that is, like, I've, I, like, I've mostly avoided the problems. That's, like, everyone's kind of on the same page. Like, there were some initial parts where I was worried about being too goofy. Yeah. But, like, particularly especially since, like, I've become more comfortable with myself. Just, like, I've been, like, like exactly comfortable to be, to, like, be able to stuff, like, to do stuff like, say, oh, let's see, it's Super Bowl Sunday in the real world. Huh, why don't I have them fight an alien version of of the New England Patriots, including an alien Tom Brady? <laughs> oh, that's delightful. Yeah. But I one of the things I actually did is I is So one of the things I did is I actually 
Yes, I actually is. Uh, so since I was using kind of like an overview, like I was technically using a scenario from the book of alien firefighters trying to put out the sun. And so it has yes. a couple different recommendations. And one of the things is like a special guest character. And just like, hey, I could do one with Crystal as a special guest. So there like, you go. There you go. Yeah. And I, I even like I even intentionally tried like like if like if the tone of like the game is supposed to be like a Power Rangers TV show. And like I tried to do when Hursta when she guessed it on, I made it to feel like, no, this is like more like for the teens. Like I tried to be yeah. extra mysterious with like Biowave. Like they had like what I called like the Goomen, which were like men dr- like well, what seemed like men dressed up in like colors and stuff, but like they were actually kind of like gelatinous like humanoids that speak okay. in like very like eerie like they spoke like this, like a normal human being. <laughs> yeah yeah and that actually that went really well like it like i had them like okay they're here they're here to capture the solar rangers because they because of aliens so like that's an idea and they try capturing the solar rangers and they actually like i actually had like one of my pcs like kind of like volunteer to get captured and they did and like there was also like i also tried to like paint the master mysterious like, she was not, tr- like, I tried to do as best of a, like, like superhero team up, like, oh, they don't know who each other, and, mm-hmm. and like, you know, they almost come to blows the first few times, before they eventually kind yeah. of, like, teaming up together. And ended up running, like, what I'm kind of proud of, is I ended up running, like, a split combat mod, where I had the half of the group, like, busting in through, like, the abandoned warehouse doors, and, like, fighting Goo Men, and, like, big old Goo Men, and then also the unpowered ones just like fighting their way unpowered like through uh, through like the office side of the building and just like running two encounters at the same time which is really which is impressive and like i'm kind of surprised i pulled that <laughs> off like serious kudos to you jenna i as someone who has run games on a couple of occasions i don't think i could handle doing a split combat encounter yeah which built up to like the big villain which which uh, was a businessman who then, like, kind of, like, biomorphed into a giant cyborg snapping turtle named Lord Fairfax. Based on, like, stealing from the real world, there was a, there was reports of, like, an actual, like, alligator snapping turtle, I think, found in an area that, that wasn't named, that got dubbed Lord Fairfax. And just like, well, I gotta use that now. Oh, yeah, that's very iconic. He also had a monocle. Also iconic. <laughs> It was very good. So yeah, they managed to defeat the turtle. I think by like jamming his own missile launchers to blow off his own shell armor, so that because he had like super hard armor that they couldn't punch. I mean, yeah. get her done. Yeah, it was pretty good. And like, I even had like some character buildings between Crystal and like uh, one of the rangers who was like also kind of the loner of the group. So like, they could be like loners are talking together, mm-hmm. and like they still like talk to each other like now in game. I'm like, I may bring her back yeah. for, a, for a sequel appearance. But we shall see. That'll be fun. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that is, that, that is the actual last thing I've done with Crystal. Okay. Um, I, have a, I have a quick question for that. Sure. Which is, like, how, over the course of all of the years that you've had Crystal as a character, mm-hmm. how has her... How has, like, her kind of development, both 
like just over all of her different appearances, how uh like how has that been like important or affecting to you? Oh, it's been very if important. If I if I said yeah. it in a way that makes sense. No, no, no. It's been very important. Like before like uh, like I think like the original version, like the demure version is with what I thought like like oh yeah, this is what I think I like from all this. But again, when I wanted to write, it's like, well, this isn't actually one I work. So I like, again, having more assertive and self-control in her own destiny. And like, kind of wanted to do more. And just like, what? And I kind of wish she was just the main character of it. And like, once that kind of happened with like the superhero version, like, I yeah. kind of like, well, I want to like flesh her out and like, and end up like, kind of like putting some of my own character traits into her. Just like, obviously I have, I have never been a henchin hero and had to like punch out like robot turtle, cyborg turtles, sadly. But like, oh, would that we all would that we all but yeah just like going th- but just like the idea of just like going through going through like having like going through like so much in your 20s and then getting it in your 30s and just like well i'm still here but like now what and that's kind of like the idea like i wanted to work with her and even just like kind of just like seemingly kind just like kind of like you know living between apartments dealing with roommates dealing with like annoying temp jobs and like annoying bosses just you know trying to get by but like also trying to find a way that kind of like is fulfilling to you personally and like again i find that like again like pretty much the the more i kind of like did it like i was like is it just like is it weird that i'm just putting more and more of myself into her no probably isn't (laughs) to the extent that i Welcome to self-inserts. To the extent that when I was uh, choosing a name, I almost went with Crystal. Nice. Nice. I only decided against this because... It would have been a solid choice. Yes. The only reason I decided is like, well, I do actually want to publish stories and I mean, either changing her her name or like, obvious because like, or like publishing like a character with the same name and like, like, like... Like, girls already get enough trouble with, like, OCs and stuff. I can't imagine, like, the sort of stuff if I literally had a character that was named after me. Or, I guess, technically, I'd be naming myself after the character. You know how it is. I mean... Also, just, like, do it. But mm-hmm. also, like... Yeah. It, 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 it is your decision, and I don't think that you should have yeah. to feel ashamed of it one way or the other. And I did, and I did also want to kind of, like... I did kind of want to keep her, like... She's a lot of me, but I don't, she is not necessarily me. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I definitely, like, I considered it, but end, but ended up discarding it and ended up going with Jenna, which I am happy with, mm-hmm. to be clear. Nice. Yes, I'm, I'm glad to hear that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. But, yeah, and I only, like, really, truly realized just kind of how important we're there, just, like, in recent times. Just kind of, like, again, I've, after coming out, you do a lot of, like, self-reflecting and just, like, well, what looking at it as, like, well, here are these signs and just, like, and again, I just kind of realized, like, oh, like, oh, she's this character that, like, I, like, I kind of expanded on, wanted to really write, but, like, felt that I couldn't write because, like, I felt I had to put a guy there because mm-hmm. the guy's got to be the main character and the girl's got to be the side character. Yeah. Which I mean is, like, bullshit even if you aren't actually trans, but, like. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, before before I forget... I would like to ask the question that I always like to ask of people who bring, like, action-y tabletop characters on, which is, like, what is your favorite, most buck-wild, cool thing you've done with Crystal? Uh, let's see. 
if I remember, like, if I remember, like, back in the original superhero game, there were, like, there were, we were fighting, like, a big armor guy who was just, like, not taking any damage. And, but, like, so Savage Worlds has, a, has an exploding dice system. If you roll max on dice, you roll again. This is not capped. Yeah. So I remember just, like, kind of mm-hmm. getting interested, and I ended up, like, exploding on fighting roll, and then just, like, continuously exploding on my damage roll, and just, like, basically one-shot it. So basically I seemed to, like, okay, doing, like, the big fiery finisher and just, like, instantly knocking him out. Yeah, nice, yeah. nice. And I mean, like, also one of the cool moments, also, like, one of the really cool moments that I want to do in the writing is, so, like, I'll spoil, like, this the story, just, like, so, like, I want to have, like, a big... A big fight between uh, Crystal and her clone, who is, uh, her, her heroic identity is the Golden Tiger, and initially, like, has the name of Shard, which was given to her by, like, her creators, because, like, oh, she's the broken version of Crystal. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. That's, that's very, that's very, that's very fitting and very good, but also Yeah, sad. no, that was, like, the dumb, edgy thing, like, because, like, I had, not the evil twin, but, like, like, I think I had decided that there had been, like, an evil, or, like, an alternate evil version of her from the future, and I said, like, oh, she's Shard because she's broken Crystal. But then, like, okay, that's kind of dumb. Yeah. But then, like, okay, let's actually use that, but, like, it's not really, it's not really hers. So then, like, like they get to the big dramatic thing, and, like, Clone Reel's like, yeah, like, no, like, I just, like, I'm useless, like, I, I'm just doing this because, like, I, I want to die, and just, like, so, like, doing the big fire thing and just, like, landing next to her and just, like... Like, Shard is dead, and it's like, now you can start living your life. That's good. And actually, the clone gets a new name, which I, I, working on, I'm working on, like, I think I did, like, Tori as a name. Like, that's one I'm still kind of working on, but, like, definitely, like, I, I definitely, like, I, I, I kind of, like, again, weirdly, I think I thought of before I was trans, it's like, yeah, I think it's important for her to, like, kind of take her own name that she chooses. <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, it sounds then like it's time for uh, the last question of the recording, which is, mm-hmm. Jenna, why do you love Crystal so much? I mean, she's like been, I mean, she's been with me a long time. <laughs> she's been through a lot of journeys and like helped me realize things about myself and just like, mm-hmm. and like she's a fighter and just like occasionally sometimes like. Sometimes when I, I, I feel kind of, like, overwhelmed with the world, I kind of just, like, yeah, I just kind of wish I could just, like, punch through it all. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. a mood. That's a mood. Yeah, it is. Okay, um, if that's it, uh, I think we might be good to go. Um, so thank you so much, Jenna, for coming on the podcast today to talk about Crystal. Mm-hmm. I really appreciate getting to hear about it. Mm-hmm. Getting getting to hear about her. I don't know why I said Yeah, I've it. only been like messaging you like, oh, I realized all these important things about myself and and just like I I practically <laughs> begging you to come back on. Look, you, you do you do not have to beg. I was like I was like, Oh, I should get Jenna mm-hmm. on and I was like scheduling is weird hey jenna do you want to be in the podcast next weekend (laughs) (laughs) and you said yes which i was very grateful for (laughs) and i've enjoyed getting to hear a lot about crystal especially because knocking on knocking on some wood here because this will mean that i'm even more 
uh, even more interested in having our characters hang out whenever we get back to our superheroes yeah. game. <laughs> we should put a message in the yeah. group chat telling everyone, hey, let's do, let's yeah, do, this, let's game do again. this game again. Yeah, definitely, definitely, like, we need, like, more, like, hanging out moments. Like, not that I, not that I don't mind, like, going and chasing after vampires and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, like, gosh, like, maybe we could pitch, I know there's a coffee shop game system. I think oh, yeah. the people on, I think the people on Kingdom Hearts of Forgotten Era mm-hmm. use the coffee shop system for a yeah. one shot. I could probably ask I could probably ask Tanner how it went, or I could just yeah. skip forward and listen There's to it de- myself. Yeah. But that, that's that's food for yeah, thought. Definitely, if I have to like do a last minute like pitch, like Master Dragon Coffee Shop AU, she's wor- she's wor- like she's working on it, and like like or like no, she like she was like under like a big old chain, and just like ended up like breaking away of like forming her independent coffee shop, but like it kind of like stucks and having things, and she doesn't want to like take money from like her rich uncle, and then like you know mm-hmm. like her like cousin shows up and kind of like. She like she kind of like hangs around and like forces her to work at the coffee shop. Mm-hmm. And like monsters would be like rude patrons. Oh god, so many rude yes. patrons. They might even still be monsters, but they're just rude. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like that mm-hmm. idea. But yeah, uh, thank you so much for coming on the show today, Jenna. Mm-hmm. Um this is the part of the podcast where you get to uh, shout out things and promote things and tell people where you would like to be found on the internet. Yeah, so I'm not really doing anything right now. I did do a uh, Beast Wars recap podcast that's kind of on hiatus, but we did just record an April Fool's episode. Yeah. Oh, nice. Where we covered a uh, Dinosaurs, which is a very four kids era, like... And, like and, and dubbed anime show which has like cg which has like drawn people but cg robots always a great combination nice nice yeah and you can always find me on uh discord underscore inc on twitter discord inc on instagram i've been posting uh trying to get I'm, I'm trying to get into a space where i can like work on like my my models and like electronic stuff again because i like to being able to post that mm-hmm yeah, I've mm-hmm. I've also done like some Game Boy modding, gotten to forty k, good stuff. Mm-hmm. And we should clarify that Jenna is not um, affiliated with the with with everyone's favorite game chatting platform Discord in any way. <laughs> I had the form. name first. I had the name for so long. Yes, you did. I still occasionally love streamers like they'll see them like, oh, are you officially with Discord? I'm like, no, no. Mm-hmm. Though if Discord wants to pay me to speak for them, I will sell out. <laughs> I know you're all this, you're important Discord people listen to this podcast, so hit me up. The Home for OCs is a part of the Corner Podcast Network. We can be found on most podcasting platforms through Acast, and if we're not there, let us know and we'll work on getting there. Our theme song is Biomph by Potty Tin Bear, courtesy of the Free Music Archives. Uh, if you'd like to get in touch with us, we can be found on Twitter at WaywardOCPod or through the WaywardOCPod hashtag. And if you are interested in being a part of our Discord server, uh, which is the other Corner Podcast Network shows, so Faithful, uh, Loser Like Me, and Not a Fire Boot First, uh, we should have a link for, like, an invite link somewhere up on one of the Twitters, or if not, you can message one of the show Twitters and then we will get you that invite to the server. Um... And if you are interested in emailing me, uh, you can also reach it at waywardocpod at gmail.com. 
Uh, and I do have a good amount of guests um, in the stable or in in the waiting line. There are, I do have a good amount of guests to pull from. Uh, but if you're interested in being on the show, please go ahead and uh, let me know um, either through a message on the Wayward Twitter account or through an email. Or you can submit your OC through the Google form, which is the pinned tweet on the Wayward uh, Twitter account. Uh, and of course, it is. this is a podcast, and it's always incredibly helpful if you can rate and review us on your listening platform of choice, because that helps us to find a wider audience and to brighten more people's days. So, thank you all for listening. This has been Home for Wayward OCs, and we hope you enjoyed your stay. Hello! My name is Christina, and... Nope, hold up. I gotta wait until Zoe's not whacking the cover that I have <laughs> the computer on with her tail, because she's enthusiastic. Special, ge- okay. special guest host on this podcast. Special guest host on this podcast. Three uh, animals. Uh-huh. <laughs> One of them much louder than the others. Yes. Oh, it's the All My Fantasy Children podcast commercial. First, I demand to know what the podcast is about. You got it, stupid wizard character. All My Fantasy Children is the newest podcast on the One Shot Podcast Network. Great network! All My Fantasy Children is a tabletop character creation, storytelling, and world-building podcast powered by you. You mean me? Each week, hosts Jeff Stormer and Eric Catano Saez take a listener-submitted prompt and, using some of their favorite tabletop RPGs, spin them into an original fantasy character, populating a shared universe, one story at a time. So become a junior wizard and join us every Friday wherever you get your podcasts or at allmyfantasychildren.com. My turn. From worlds beyond to right at the gaming table. These are all my fantasy children. Bum, 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 bum. Where's my closing music? I hate this show.